durable goods and the stock market. What are durable goods and how do they affect the stock market? I'm going to go ahead and explain that to you today. This is a continuation of some of the other videos I've been putting up and will continue to put up. I'm a macroeconomist by education and for over the past 30 years, that's basically what I've been working as. Given that, I look at certain things in certain ways. My last video, I looked at specifically one of the sort of granddaddy of them all uh, charts for me is personal income and expenditures. If you know anything about our economy here in the United States, it's over 70% driven by the consumer. We're a service-related industry or economy. Given that, if you want to know the health of the economy, you look at the consumer. And how do we look at the consumer? One of the most important things to look at is how much money they make. What I break down is the rate of growth of consumer expenditures and income. They earn it, then they spend it. 50% of our nation doesn't have any money in their savings account, which is unfortunate. 75% only have up to $1,000. So when our economy, when, when people in the economy earn money, by and large, this drives the economy because that's what they spend. Now, durable goods and the stock market. How do durable goods factor in this? The fact is, it's sort of, if you imagine the economy as a big circle, and while the consumer, consumer income, consumer expenditures do push that circle round and round and round, durable goods would be another sort of cog in that mechanism or that engine. It's as we see expenditures increase because incomes have increased on a year-over-year -year basis, what happens is there's a bit of a delay, but durable, uh, durable goods kick in and they start increasing as well. There is a small delay, maybe up three to six months from this. But what are durable goods? Durable goods would be something like a car a refrigerator, a, a laptop computer. Those are durable goods that would be associated with the consumer. A tank, an aircraft, a plane. Those are durable goods as well. More geared towards businesses, the military, things like this. So all those kinds of things are durable goods. And as the economy continues forward, moving and moving and moving, this is part of that. It both sort of it reacts to the consumer and it also helps drive. So there is some argument. Some people say, well, it all starts there. No, not really at all. Others say that there's no real kind of movement. Well, there's been enough economic studies to say that, you know what, it's kind of both. So to avoid any argument, everybody's right and everybody's wrong. How about that? Given that durable goods does affect the stock market because the whole thing is one big organic economy. As the consumer pushes forward, as government expenditures push forward, as business expenditures push forward, they all respond. But with durable goods, as I said, there's about a three to six month delay in that. We can map out the rate of growth of income and expenditures. And we can see things like the rate of growth of durable goods and the rate of growth of employment or unemployment.
these are easy things to map out. I have literally hundreds of these charts all over my laptop. I watch this all the time, but I wanted to start presenting this information to you guys so that you can see what's going on. Now, about two weeks ago, the Federal Reserve decided to announce that they're going to slow things down a little bit with what they're doing. Policy accommodation. They have been acquiring significant bonds, all right, and they're going to stop doing that. The rate of growth is, I think, basically going to hit zero here pretty soon. They'll start tapering off. We've seen this before, back in 2009 when they started the process, and in 2013 and 14 when they sort of backed off from the financial crisis of 2009, they had what was called the taper tantrum. Stock markets went up, down, up, down, up, down. So the latest news release or information from the Federal Reserve didn't really catch me off guard. That happened on a Wednesday. I did my video on a Thursday. And the stock market, the S&P 500, had made a new high for that day. I pointed that out saying, you know, I kind of expected the market to sell off. It did sell off Friday, then all throughout the week thereafter. But my expectation was simple. The stock market, we would clear that recent high and smash. This is going to soar. If you look at today's stock market, we have shattered that latest uh, bar chart, if you will, if you're looking at those kind of things. It, these are easy things to actually kind of look at. I call that easily simply because I've seen this enough times. The general thesis for 2022, my stock market prediction for 2022, is that we are going to continue to see stocks soar. Just been proven right with that. Great. Awesome. Durable goods does affect the stock market because we can put these pieces together and we continue to get this information. So now let's jump into the computer. I'm going to show you my chart on durable goods, the consumer with their consumer expenditures, and then we'll look at the stock market chart so you can see what I'm looking at. So you can see that there is a strong correlation between what's going on with the consumer expenditures from consumer income and durable goods. Eventually, I'm going to show you a chart, rate of growth of the S&P 500. We'll be showing you that in this video, but you'll be able to see that rate of growth and how the consumer drives the S&P 500. Let's jump in. Okay, what do we have here? So the green bar is consumer income. All right, and then the blue would be uh, durable goods, as you can see here, durable goods and personal incomes. Now, there isn't a 100% correlation uh, as it is the same with personal consumptions. Durable goods is more reactionary to the personal incomes. But we can see basic trends. Here we saw back in um, the 1990s, there was a decline there on per the rate of growth of personal income. And sure enough, it took a couple months, but there was a decline in the rate of growth of durable goods. After some period of time, we see that there was an increase in the rate of growth of personal income, year-over-year -year changes, and this drove per durable goods. Then again, we see what happened in, uh, this is the dot-com bust right here, all through here. Started to kind of 
fall apart with the rate of growth of personal incomes, durable goods collapsed, and then since that period of time, we had expanded all through here. Uh, all the way up to, of course, 2008. So you can see that there is a strong correlation between these two numbers. Mind you, I presented personal income and personal expenditures. Durable goods would be sort of in line with that, but it also brings in a lot of business expenditures as well. Uh, when we move forward, you can see how there's been a natural progression. Uh, here was the taper tantrum that I mentioned earlier, so we're going to kind of keep an eye on that. Of course, we accelerated all through 2018, 17, 18, and 19. Then, of course, here is uh, going into 2020, COVID. Now, I want to keep this video kind of short. Again, I'm going to continually be bringing in some economic terms and show how these apply to each other so that you guys can start building up sort of a repertoire of um, catchwords and start paying attention to these things when they pop in you could sit uh, when you see them come up on a um, on a uh, an app or whatever it is you're following you'll be able to see that but we see that there is a strong correlation between personal income and durable goods the strongest uh, correlation of course is personal income and consumer expenditures they earn it they spend it eventually that drives bigger purchases durable goods i'm going to be looking at retail sales i'm going to be looking at other things such as uh housing um things like this so i'm going to i'm going to be doing a lot of these videos i'm going to try and do it at least once a week in correlation to the s p 500 now let's take a look at what happened since my last video and I want to show you what where my prediction was with 2020, the stock market in 2020 and how I think the stock market is going to soar. But I'm also going to show you how I believe durable goods affects the stock market. Let's jump in and look at one more chart and we'll call it the day. Now as I mentioned, uh, this was the news announcement from right here. That was when the Federal Reserve stated that they were going to start stop acquisitions of bonds and things like this, pushing interest rates down to zero as best they can. This pumps money into the system. There's a whole organic kind of thing going on there. This video is not intended to focus on that one thing. Nonetheless, from that news release, I put... I had the videos out and I put comments up on my um, forum. So I responded to someone on, on the forum and I basically said, yeah, I expect that the stock market would ease off a little bit. And I felt like I was wrong because it kind of rallied. I was like, oh, okay, great. So, but ultimately I felt as if the stock market would soar for 2022. And sure enough, even though we did see uh move downward, which I felt that stock, the, the market would soften a little bit, but this was really driven by the latest COVID variant, uh, Omicron. Since then, the stock market has soared. My prediction for 2022 for the stock market, my stock market prediction for 2022 remains the same. The stock market is going to soar. We've just shattered the latest uh, high mark on that. I'm going to continue to give you more information on these economic things so that you can sit there and say, wow, okay, I see how these pieces of the puzzle are putting together. And I'll gradually bring these to you. This isn't going to be a, 
college degree instantaneously, this is going to be a little bit of information here and there, maybe on a weekly basis, so you can sit there and, and, and understand what it is I'm looking at, how this affects the stock market, and why this is going to be pushing stocks. Again, uh, this is Cannabis Investing Newsletter. If you're looking for cannabis stocks, I normally talk about those. I'm going to be doing two or three of those videos per week as well. Given that, we've seen a big turnaround in just a couple days. It looks like the shorts are heading for the hills. So this could be a very big year. If you like my content, thanks so much for uh, hitting the like button and leaving those comments. I really appreciate those. We'll see you in the next video. I've got a couple more videos before the end of the new year and then a whole bunch of more content coming your way. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.